This is dedicated to all my beautiful queens, all my beautiful ladies out there. She's a queen. for joining another episode of the key chat i'm finally back after hurricane ida and i have a very special guest with me today her name is miss ayana bean ayana was featured in bet's american gangster trap queen she's also a music entrepreneur a philanthropist a mother and she has a new book out entitled a year and a day so i want to go ahead and chat with ayana about her experiences she has a very inspirational story And one quote that I grabbed off her website says, I want to teach other women and girls that life is full of challenges and making the right choices will help us overcome them. So we're going to have a great conversation. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you. And how are you? I'm doing good. And I'm so happy to have you on the program. I know we've been trying to get together. (laughs) Well, you had, you know, you had that, that weather going on out there. Right, right. So I'm glad that you're safe and everything is good. Thank you. So I just want to dive in. Um, So I guess I'll let you introduce yourself first. I just want to talk about your book and your experiences. Mm -hmm. You have such a colorful story. So how would you like to introduce yourself to the audience first before we dive in? Okay, well, uh, my name is Ayana Bean. Um, Some of you may be familiar with uh, me being on the um, BET series of American Gangster Trap Queens. Um, currently, I, I've just entered into the world of being an author. Um, I've always, you know, had business sense and done business things, you know, like on the side. Um, but right now, I'm just full-fledged diving into different business ventures, um, you know, working with women coming home from prison, re-entering back into prison, and trying to um, help young girls prevent them from going into prison. So, it, it's a, yeah, it's very colorful, like you say. It's a lot of things going on. And I'm excited to be doing it. It's everything is a learning process. Uh, I'm learning new things, and I'm excited about that. Um, I'm just, you know, I just can't be any more grateful and thankful of all of the opportunities that have come my way. And I'm just willing to to share it. You know, I'm I'm a vessel for God, and this is how I am to be used. And I'm ready to do that. I'm 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 here. Yeah. Now, I was familiar with your story before we linked up because I had saw the episode, well, I listened to the episode of The Breakfast Club where you oh, okay. with the other women. So I was like, oh, wait, I know her. <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately yeah. recognized your story, you know, because of the whole student loan thing. So I was like, yeah. wow, like, and all you women, first of all, so intelligent, you know, I was like, wow, these are some smart women. Like, you know, regardless of what people may think about, you know, the situations you guys were in, I was like, you guys are smart as hell. <laughs> no matter we what, all we all we all have the sense. All of us do everything. Everything that you want to do, it's in you to do. It's right. just about how you go about doing it, and it's about right. the patience that you have. It's about the knowledge that you have, and and the other things that are surrounding you. You know, mm-hmm. um, sometimes we we can be, you know, and I appreciate and I thank you for saying that. And one of the things I do 
acknowledge and I'm accountable for. And I put, uh oh, did you just okay, hear? Oh, okay, there we are. <laughs> um, is that, you know, I made decisions that were stupider than me. <laughs> you know, um, I am, I was so much more, uh, so much more intelligent and I had so much more knowledge than the decisions that I decided to make. And um, I don't suggest and I don't, I don't wish upon and I don't encourage anyone to make, um, to make decisions due to any pressures or you, you feel like, oh God, this is the only way because I got to do this fast. When we're trying to do something fast, 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 and we're not trying to think of a strategic plan, just understand the difference. The difference of fast, fast, fast is trouble, trouble, trouble. Strategic planning and patience means a long-term journey of greatness. You know, um, you're gonna hit those roadblocks. You're gonna go over those speed bumps. You're gonna bump your head, crash and burn. But the whole point is that you still will get up. You know, you're never gonna stay down. You're never gonna stay down. No one who tries to get up and stay standing up falls and doesn't get up. Nobody does. You know, we have that ability. So I just really, really, really want to uh, make sure that we encourage that, that we give ourselves, know that you have the light already. You know, mm -hmm. the light's already in you. You gotta, you, you, you're the flashlight. <laughs> mm -hmm. So when it gets dark around you, when things are discouraging, when things are just, wow, I, you feel like you have no control, just remember that you do have it in there. You just have to give yourself some time. Give yourself some time, it's gonna happen. Right. I yeah. think that's so special about all you ladies that was on that panel is because mm -hmm. you took your story and you're giving it back because just like right. I said, you guys are very intelligent. So like you're giving it back to young girls, like you said, just to show them that life's full of challenges and how you can make the right choices, how you can take that intelligence and be a CEO, you know, or have a nonprofit or just give back in whatever way. So that's one thing I really commend about each and every Thank one you. of you, how like you took that those stories, those experiences, and mm -hmm. you didn't just hold on to it. You're giving it back, you know, being very transparent. I know it's not easy because some people oh, you know, are judgmental. So I can't, I yeah. can only imagine what you guys have had to deal with. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You just don't even know. Like I, I was never a person who wanted to talk. This is not like I said, oh, I want to go and tell the world about this bad, this bad thing that I did. That was right. not, you know, there was no auditioning to come and tell your story. There was mm -hmm. none of that going on. I was at a place in my life when the show came to me where I was like, hey, you know, I give up on anything other than working a nine to five. And that yeah. was so not me because I've always been doing something, trying something, you know, and I just really, after um, I went to federal prison and I came home, it was just like, nope, just a nine to five, just want to disappear, hide, forget about any dreams that I ever had, just do this, you right. know, but when you're a creative person or when you're a person who's busy in your mind and you know, you know, when you want to do so much more. You just really can't sit still. So doing that to myself was, oh my gosh, it was crippling me. You know, it was really crippling me, but I really had set this in my mind that there was nothing else that I, I, I didn't want to pursue anything else, right? Yeah. And when the opportunity came to me, like prior to that, I was thinking, you know, I was at this job for a couple of years and it was like, well, God, you know, <laughs> if this is it, if this is all I'm supposed to do, then, you know, I accept that let it be let it be this but if there's something else I could be doing <laughs> you know if there's just something else 
please, you know, make it happen, you know? And I just mm -hmm. prayed on that. And um, not too long after that, I swear to you that I got a phone call um, asking what I, you know, someone, of course, uh, one of the producers of the show who knows my, my family quite well. And um, this opportunity came up and they thought that I would be a great candidate to tell this story. And she was like, you know, I know you don't want to, <laughs> you don't want the world to know this, but I was thinking, oh, wow, it, God, I was not talking about this. I was talking more about maybe unsung or something, <laughs> you know, something better. But, you know, this is my story and this is who I am. And that is a part of me and who I am today. So I'm very, very appreciative that um, I received the call. Uh, I wasn't ready for it. I, I, I wasn't prepared. Um, so I still, if you look at my interviews um, from then and now, and even being on the show, I was very tight. Like I, I wasn't, this is not, no, I don't want to talk about this. Even there, yeah. I remember them asking me something. I was like, I'm not saying that, you know, <laughs> like mm -hmm. I wasn't prepared and I wasn't healed. I wasn't working on being healed. I wasn't working on being okay. So I wasn't comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, now with people like you, your podcast and all the others that I've done, magazine interviews, going to the breakfast club, having a great support system like the ladies that I sat with, all of the other mm -hmm. American gangster trap queens and just getting into communities of women just like myself. It has really helped me to to be more confident and comfortable. I don't read all of the comments. I had read some before. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Read some before. People are brutal. You know, people mm -hmm. are brutal. But you know what? God is bigger. You know, mm -hmm. God is bigger. And I'm okay with the comments because, hey, if I had, if I'm not the person that I want, if I, you know, if I thought about years ago when I was a younger person and ignorant minded and things like that, I would say the same comments. And sometimes I might in my head, think yeah. some, you know, judge some other things that are happening, but I wouldn't say that, you know, to a person and I wouldn't, you know, type that to a person because again, you never know where you're going to end up. If your life is still going, anything can happen. You right. know, no one wakes up and, or goes to school in kindergarten and says, oh, I want to uh, one day be a criminal and go to jail. And no, nobody wakes up and says that. Nobody, right. you know, we're just, we're just human. And, you know, there's, there's things that happen. This is life. Life happens. Right. Yeah. As I said, that's why I respect. Pod's team is excited to announce the new Bootstrap Bootcamp. This self-paced course is loaded with worksheets and innovative industry advice to make your business become more profitable in the next 30 days. This course is specifically designed for solopreneurs or those that work in small teams. We focus on the whys and hows of entrepreneurship to help you make time for the important things in life and take it to the next level. Take back your confidence and become the business owner you've always wanted to be. If you get stuck, our course is equipped with industry experts in business management, podcasting, social media, customer relations, and more. We're here to give you powerful strategies that have been refined for small business owners like yourself. Sign up today at entrepods.com forward slash bootstrap dash bootcamp. Why don't, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that today. You know, I'm okay. And I pinch sometimes, but I get over it, you know, <laughs> but it's like, hey, at least I'm here to say what I did. 
at mm-hmm. least I, I didn't, you know, I didn't run from it when it was, when I was faced with it, I stood on it. I admitted my fault, I admitted my guilt and I wanted to, you know, pay for it. And I right. did that, right. you know, but there's, but we have to think of there's lots of us, lots of Brown and um, lots of the Brown, black and Brown community that are in prison unlawfully. We're dying out here. You know, they're yeah. killing us out here before mm-hmm. we are even committed of a crime. You know, we're right. already guilty before we even go to court. Right. You know, there's people out, there's vigilantes out here ready to just do away with us, you know, right. and, and, and that's what we need to fight for. We need to fight for our freedom. We need to fight for our respect. And, and, you know, and that's what I'm here to do today. Right. Yeah. And see, that's why when I like first heard you guys on a breakfast club, I didn't judge any of you because I'm like, right. there's so many of us in jail for things that we didn't do. So I'm right. like, it literally could be any of us, you know, and I know Anyone. it's a scary thought, but I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I can't judge them, period, because I could get pulled over or whatever and get thrown in jail. Like, you really don't know. And I hate yeah, to say that, especially as a mother of a black male, I'm like, mm. it's too many of us in behind bars anyway. So I'm like, I can't judge anybody because so many people in there didn't do anything and mm-hmm. they're in prison experiencing the same thing. So yeah, with everything that you went through, though, what how was your process of self-forgiveness because like we said people make mistakes you know there's no person on this earth that's perfect that didn't you know do anything that they may have looked at and say hey you know if I had to do it over I would not have Mm -hmm. done this I would not have made this decision how was your journey with having that self-forgiveness to just let it go you know so that you're not walking around judging yourself like how was that process for you process you know it's funny that you asked that I mean I'm I'm stronger in the process and I'm stronger in the journey and it you know I'm still forgiving myself I'm Mm. still doing this every day because there are days that I'm like I really did mess this up for myself you Mm. know that I talk to myself about that daily um it's a hard it's a hard road to forgive yourself yeah. It really is. You know, I could say it, but am I really truly walking in it and, you yeah. know, experiencing it? No, I always feel like I have this thing over my head, mm-hmm. you know, and it, I can, I don't, I'm not always able to forgive myself. You know, mm-hmm. it, it didn't affect me, you know, the guilt comes, I'm a parent. Yeah. So I went to prison, but when I was in prison, that made my, my kids be in prison. They didn't have their mother. There's right. no amount of money that can get you back the time that you've missed. Right. So there was a period of time that I missed for my children, for my family. I will never be able to forgive myself for that. I don't think that I will ever be able to forgive myself for that. You know, right. that affected the way that uh, I lived before going to prison. All of those things affected my children. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, you know, if I'm a mom. I'm always going to feel like, you know, it's a, it's a feeling you get when you're a mom, you're a parent and you go right. to the store and it's like, oh, I want to buy these sneakers for myself. And I, nope, look at this for my son. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah. we have that, you know, we have that guilt feeling, even if we do something for ourselves that, you know, I could have used that for my baby. You know, <laughs> that's how we think. Um, So, you know, I will forever be, you know, be, be bothered by the decisions that I made because how it affected my family in the long run. Yeah. I'm working on it, you know, but it's, it's that, it's that mommy guilt thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think all mothers just experience guilt in general, you know, 
completely get it. Trust me, I get it. I was separated from my kids at one point because of a custody situation. And oh, it's like, yeah. I deal with that. And it's been years, but it's mm. still it's something like, I, I trust me, like I said, I get it. You know, but I think it's because mm-hmm. we are harder on ourselves right as a whole and i think especially as black women we hold that oh yeah you know, that invisible cape where we have to yep. be perfect <laughs> for everything and be there for right. everyone and, you know it's like um we really have to learn how to be there for ourselves and that mm-hmm. will make us better being there for others right you know so i'm still working on that yeah <laughs> now i have grandkids so it's even worse <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah right you know yeah but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm living in it. I'm living in it. I'm working on it every day still, you know, and I think that, you know, people need to know, um, you know, there's no day when you're like, aha, I've done it. I'm finished. Everything's perfect. That never yeah. happens. You're going to continue to grow. You're going to continue to learn some things that you did not know or that you didn't want to know. And you right. just gotta, you, it's every day until the day that it's, it's your time to go, you're going to still be learning something new. Right, so, right. Yeah. There we go. I think okay, I. Okay, we're still there. Okay. <laughs> Tell me about your nonprofit because I know that's part of your mission to give back. You know, so that you can. Right. And I hope it's. I hope that some of it is self therapeutic for you. That it offers oh, yeah. for you. So how, tell me about your nonprofit. So I'm at the very ground level of my nonprofit, but you know, I have it. It's called mm-hmm. A Year and a Day Foundation, and um, this. This nonprofit is it's multifaceted, but where I'm starting at the ground level is transitional programs for um, for those entering back into society and prevention of those going and women and children going into that society. So we're starting off there. I'm learning it. I'm making my allies. I'm you know making my connections and you know volunteering everywhere so that I can make sure that I'm putting together the perfect programs and projects for everyone, getting the resources connected for housing, jobs, um, mental health, financial foundations. This is what, you know, these are all the tools that are needed when you're re-entering back into society. And they're also the tools that you need to make it in society, you know? Um, a lot's going on these days. We're in COVID, we're in different, different um, <laughs> we're in M, we're in this, where all these different variants are going on. People have been out of work. Our mental health is at is that a strain, right? Mm-hmm. So imagine mm-hmm. having that on your back, coming home from prison. What are you going to do? You know, yeah. what are you going to do? It's a lot of hard work. And like I said, what strengthened me is having a community of people that were like me, you know, to support me just by understanding what I've been right. going through. Yes. You know, so this is what we need. We need a community of support. And that's what I want a year in the day foundation to be a community of support. And we want to provide the resources that are needed and that are going to help someone to maintain free in the world and to be able to excel in their lives, you know, beyond what they thought that they could do. And that, and, and there it is. And this is like uh, my baby. So I'm really, you know, and I'm an overthinker. So I'm taking a long time getting this together because mm-hmm. I want it to be absolutely right. And I want it to be a staple in the community. Yes, yeah. That's awesome. So tell me about the book. Of course, we refer to the book. Yeah. A lot. Tell me about the book. How was it writing it? And how long has it been, you know, baking in your mm-hmm. mind to put everything on paper? Because right now, books are the new business card. You know, everyone oh, has my God. Yeah. 
life experiences and the yeah. book books are the best way to just get your story out there. I'm telling you that this is where the healing and the, the crying and the, oh my goodness. And, you know, remembering things that I've shut mm-hmm. out, you know, unconsciously and consciously, you know, it's like, well, mm-hmm. at first, because I'll tell you, um, it's been over a year of a progress probably, but in my head, like I've always been a writer when I was in school. Mm-hmm. I, I used to I have notebooks of things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I needed help doing this, doing this mm-hmm. one. Right. I needed help doing this one. And I got great people to make sure yeah. that my story is being felt. So I first did it. There was a first version that I was like, oh, this is all fluffy. It still sounds like the girl who's not trying to talk, <laughs> not trying <laughs> to give it up. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to tell you nothing. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And I'm like, you know what? That's a disservice to myself. And why am I going to do a book if I'm still, you know, it doesn't, sh- it doesn't show or feel like I've grown at all that I'm mm-hmm. doing more at more work on myself at all. And so I went back to the drawing board on it. And now it's like, okay, I'm making myself cry now reading this. Mm-hmm. I'm making myself remember, dig up, dig up some things that I don't want to share, <laughs> but right. it's not, my story isn't for me. I already know it, you know? Yeah. My story is for it to touch someone else. So I had to go back and revisit being tight. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Being like, no, 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 no. I had to just give it up. And, you know, I'm just being real transparent. I'm being honest. And, you know, I, I've been crying through this book. You know, mm-hmm. I had to go back. I really had to go back. And a lot of forgiveness for myself and, and you know, and others had to take place. Right. And I'm to take place right and I'm still I'm still not 100% there but this Mm. has helped me honestly it's helped me more than therapy has helped me because you know I I probably wasn't telling the therapist everything yeah Yeah. (laughs) you know but in this book I'm I'm really I'm really being transparent and I'm proud of myself for being able to get through it that way um and I really I really wasn't going to release the other version it was like uh I don't I don't want to do that like I could have just I can just talk about that kind of stuff. But, you know, I need people to understand how human and how real of a person I am. I want the demographic that needs to hear it, hear it. I want them to feel me, you know, feel me so that they can resonate with that. And I'm, I'm totally happy on what's going to come out. Mm -hmm. Um, I, um, I I can't, I can't complain about it. And there'll be, there'll be a follow up to that as well. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going in. In, in sections <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going in sections so you know part one's going to be out I have a release date of, I did I pushed it back it was going to be Labor Day weekend but I pushed okay. it back to November 2nd um, okay. all the pre-orders will go out before then so people can still pre-order and they'll get it before November 2nd but mm-hmm. it'll be available to everyone November 2nd okay yeah, awesome. yeah. Awesome. you'll so, you'll get to know the little Ayana and the teenage Ayana, the early mm-hmm. adulthood Ayana, the mom, the the bad girl. <laughs> well, I know, like you mentioned, like the little Ayana, teenage mm-hmm. Ayana. So on the podcast, the whole platform really does talk about self love, 
and yeah. how self-love really fuels us and especially mm-hmm. starting off as being young when if you fortunately for a lot of young women mm-hmm. you have to go through stuff unfortunately before you really get it but yeah. I know like you said how you want to teach other women and girls that life is full of challenges and making the right choices will help us overcome them from your mm-hmm. experiences what would you say to a young woman you know who may still be at that early infancy stage, you know, like a young kid or a teenager who may be awkward or unsure of themselves, what would you tell them, like, just from your experiences on how, if they can apply self-love or how to look at themselves differently and value themselves more in order to maybe avoid certain things that, you know, you and I and other women have gone through? What What advice would you give them? I would let them know to learn how to focus on life without the noise. And when I say life without the noise, I mean the things that are going on around you. Learn to take it in, but learn how to hear you and not the noise outside of you. Because you only know what you need. You only know what you want. You only know what you can and can't do. You know, no one else knows that unless it comes out of your mouth. So as a young child, you know, I went through a lot of traumatic experiences as a child. You'll read this in my book, but, you know, one of the things was molestation. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a silent, you know, I, that made me quiet. It made me not want to, you know, I didn't feel I was being heard, right? So I stopped. I didn't look for help, you know? This is where a lot of danger, these, that's a clear danger sign for a young lady. If you feel that you have no one to talk to, if you if there's something that's happening that you don't think you could talk to about someone, then that lets you know you're in danger, mm-hmm. right? If you feel embarrassed by something, that lets you know you're in danger. Mm-hmm. If you feel humiliated by something, that lets you know that you're in danger. When you feel less than, that lets you know that you're in danger, mm-hmm. you know? When you feel like hurting yourself, that lets you know you're in danger and you need, and it's okay. We have to know in our black and brown communities, it's not okay to get help. You right. need to know that those are signs that you have to get help, yes. you know, and we should be teaching our kids, you have to get help. Well, you know, if you feel like, you know, the first thing that you, sh- you have to do in order for someone to know, you know, it would be great if we could recognize when someone does need help, but look, just like people, you know, everything is what it looks like to people, right? So right. you'll see me sitting on the breakfast club and then all the comments is, well, you don't look like you've been in prison. It's like, well, what does looking like, what does prison people look like? Right, right, right. <laughs> what, do like? what do good people look like? What do bad people look like? Because right. you, we, yeah. we can do TV shows and make someone look evil, mm-hmm. but what does it really look like? It looks like me and you. Right, right, It looks right. like me and you. So we don't, we can't always identify when someone is in, is hurting inside. We can't always identify. We can't identify when something's wrong all the time. So if you're not going to speak, if you can't speak about it, then someone's not going to be able to help you or get you the help that you need. It may not be the person that can help you, but it can be a person to lead you to that help. And it could be a person that ends up helping you to save your own life. You know, so one of the things is like, get rid of fear. If you're afraid of something, you need to talk to someone about it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all, it's all these things that we try to take on about being strong and all this, you know, you're not as strong as you think all the time. And Mm -hmm. and it's okay not to be strong all the time. It's okay. 
You don't have to follow these old school rules or, or these new school rules. You don't have to follow that. What you have to follow is what's going on with you. And you got to be so clear about it. You really do. And it takes, especially as a young adult, you, that, that's all confusing. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I feel like. I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't. So, you know, I, I feel as being a, a older, an older adult, um, it's my job to make sure that I'm reaching back to those that are coming up behind me because I've already been there. You don't have to take my advice or listen to me, but you can at least know that there's somebody who may know what you're talking about. Or maybe I've said something that that's what, that's what's happening to me right now. Cause nothing is new. Nothing, nothing is new. Everything is recycled. There's nothing new that's happening that no one in all these decades have not experienced. We, we've all, every decade, we, we get it. So in the kids born in 2000, someone from the 70s has been through the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. we, we have to teach each other. I learn new things from people younger than me every day. I make it a habit to do that because that's what keeps us going, right. you know? So it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm enjoying the moment. I'm enjoying it. And this is what I'd like to do for the rest of my life. And I feel like this is what my life means. And I'm glad that um, I'm not um, happy that I committed a crime, but I'm glad that I've had an experience that I'm able to help someone else. And, yeah. and, and that's more to me than anything. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So lastly, with everything that you've gone through, what would you say have been some of the most valuable lessons that you've learned? I mean, obviously you have used your life as a vessel to help other people, mm-hmm. which is always a great thing, turning pain into purpose, turning right. that experiences, you know, to mean something, like you said, to grab the next person behind you to help them so what would you say have been some of the most greatest valuable lessons that you learned I know we're all still in the experience yeah. of learning like I call it the state of ing like every day we're learning growing yes evolve, you know yeah, but what, from everything you've been through though what would you say have been some of the most valuable lessons you've learned to help others one of the most valuable lessons that I've learned is patience um I feel it's something that I've always had but I don't think there's something that I, that I tapped into using when I needed to use it. Mm. And it's like, um, and why I say that is because, you know, we're in a time right now. And I think we've always been in a time where everyone wants this instant gratification, right? We want it to happen now. We want to get over it now. We want to feel it now because we have no patience. <laughs> there's no patience there. When you learn patience, you're able to take every, you, you take the hits from every emotion. And still sit there and know that there's that I'm sitting here at, at point A, but I'm already at point Z. You know, I'm already there, and I'm just taking my time getting there because there's there's all these other things that come in the way. I can't now. Oh gosh, I got to step D, and I, everything went crazy, and I'm off this. You'll never make it to the end. You'll never make it there. How do you know if you're looking for it to happen today and and it's they tell you 14 days and you're just going to say, well, forget it. Cause it's not happening today. I don't want it. No, you have to have patience with yourself because you're not going to understand things right away. You might read something right now. Do you understand? Yeah. You're already signing, but listen, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand. I didn't get what I signed until 10 days later. Right. Right. You know, I read this. I didn't get it until last month. You know what I mean? You just, you don't always have a clear understanding of things right away. So it's going to take time. 
And it's okay for something to take time. It's mm-hmm. okay. Like it's not the same things are still going to be there. You know, we're always in a rush to hurry up and go get, that was my problem. I needed it. And I want, I felt like I needed it now, mm-hmm. but I could have right. waited. The greater things come later. As you know, they say now all those things your, your grandmother was saying and your mother was saying, it's like, your grandmother was saying and your mother was saying it's like now it's starting to make sense you know we're we're rushing to get nowhere and then when we're rushing to get somewhere we're missing all these great things and we're missing all of these lessons that we just try to skip over and then you gotta double back to get it now that that's more time Mm -hmm. so that's one of the most valuable things that I learned and I try really hard to make sure not only just patience with myself but patience with others you have to have an understanding that everyone doesn't understand (laughs) and it's okay you know it's okay like that's fine if you want someone to understand you have to take time with them as well if you want someone to see your vision you have to take time for your vision to be seen as well you can't just well they don't get it okay they didn't get it today you know, right. there's other days. There's other days that someone will get it and they, it takes time. It's okay to take time, right. you know? And, and that's that's one of, that's the biggest and most valuable lesson that I've learned. Um, forgiveness would be one, but I don't feel that I've accomplished. <laughs> I don't yeah. feel that I've accomplished it, but I have, I am on the journey to it. Yes. And the day that I'm able to really feel that that weight is lifted off of me of forgiving myself, um, I'll, I'll be so happy about it. And, and I mean, I'm happy now. This is yeah. the happiest I've ever been about myself in my whole entire life. Good. Ha- and, I, and I say that I wanted to be very clear. The happiest I've been about myself it has nothing to do with anyone else. It has to do with where I am with myself, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to do. You know, don't give your power away to the world. Get your power for you, your power is for you, it's in you. You give it away and then you have none. Right. And you'll be a miserable person. This is how we, you know, we become miserable from young ages on out. We don't understand that. We don't know what we're doing, but we've already given our ourselves away. Right. And you gotta learn how to, you gotta learn how to roll it back and hey, I am so happy with myself. I was listening to all these other people and I was listening to what they they have and they don't have it. And I compared myself or I just wanted this or I thought I wanted that. Or I thought I wanted this, but I never really appreciated and respected who I was and what I was about because mm-hmm. I wasn't taking time to even know me. You know, I was right. trying to be everything else. And that's why mm-hmm. I say you got to learn to live through noise. You know, right. I, I learned to, I learned to live through noise today. You know, when I was younger, I felt like the only thing I learned to do was normalize dysfunction and live through dysfunction. And not to say that the, everything is not, you know, functional now, right. <laughs> you know, but it is for, it is a learning process and everything is for the better. And I'm truly happy as a person, as who I am as a person today. And right. anyone that comes into my life, friends, family, or anyone, I want them to, I want them to encounter the same thing for themselves. Right. And I hope that I could just be encouraging to do that. I hope I could be a testimony to do that. And I, I, I really couldn't, I really couldn't ask for anything else. I'm just, I'm really so happy today. I really am. 
That's good. I'm happy to hear that. Like I said, I think you have a story and I really do hope you get to a point where, you know, you, you feel the weight is a little lighter, you know, that we're all human and Mm -hmm. there's no person I feel walking this earth who hasn't done something that they, you know, would have done differently, you know, had they known better. And I think that's really what the journey of life is. A lot of times things that we've done is because we simply didn't know any better. Or we didn't value ourselves like maybe we should have. We didn't know what self-love even means, you know, to even know how to do things differently, you know. So Mm -hmm. like I said, I really appreciate you just being so transparent and just putting yourself out there. Because like I said, I can only imagine, and I know it's not easy. So I I personally commend you, like I said, when Mm -hmm. I got the opportunity to talk to you, I instantly Mm -hmm. remembered all you ladies from the breakfast club and yeah. my instant thought when I heard the story, I was like, wow, these are some smart, smart ass women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah they're they're really- oh my God. I'm so in awe by the other ladies too. They are, they're so, you know, the, the community of them, all the women that I've encountered there, they are so intelligent. They are so supportive. And just, you know, it's, it's just nice to know that um, after all of you've been through, after all that you've been through, you can still be a light. You can still shine. You can right. still be everything and still mm-hmm. give. You know, right. so much is taken away from you. Time is taken away from you, but you still have time that you want to give. And then there's, right. there's no dollar amount on that. None at right. all. None right. at all. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. definitely valuable just to have that purpose and to be used as a yes. best friend. It's no coincidence. So I want to thank you again for just being such Aww. a gracious guest. Before we leave, to everyone, all your information, how they can reach out to you, how they can follow you on social media, and also remind them again when your book is coming out in November and how they can purchase it. And also how they can donate to your nonprofit. I know you said you're still building it, but all your information. Oh, thank you. So I want to thank you for having me. I know it was a few minutes late. I'm sorry. (laughs) Totally (laughs) fine. I want to make sure. (laughs) And I really, I really appreciate you reaching out and having me share your platform. Um, I always love doing these things. And it's always great when you have a great host to talk to. So I really appreciate that because you helped me to continue to go on. So I want you to know that. Um, My book, A Year in a Day, Memoirs of a Regular Girl, will be available to everyone on November 2nd. It will, you know, you can purchase it on directly from my website. I'm independently publishing this for now. So you can go to ayanabean.com and that's A-Y-A-N-A-B-E-A-N.com. That's my my website. You can follow me there for all updates, um, purchase the book and just see, you know, all the interviews and things like that that I have. Um, The book itself has its own website. (laughs) So the book has a year and a day book.com you can also go there you can pre-order from there right now um you'll be able to purchase from there as well when november 2nd comes everyone that has pre-ordered up until this part which has been overwhelming i'm like wow you know um they will be receiving a special edition of the book um before november 2nd those will start shipping out october 1st um so i'm excited about that you still have time to get in there so you can get a special package um Follow me on Instagram. That's at Miss Dot Yana Bean. So that's M S Dot Y A N A B E A N. And it's the same across all of my uh, media platforms. So my Facebook, my Twitter, um, 
you know, it's all there. It's all there. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'm in my DMs too. So <laughs> if you want to reach out to me through there or, you know, my email is available there just as well. Um, but yeah, re reach out to me. I love to hear from everyone, your feedback. And I'm definitely going to make sure that my girl has a couple of copies and do some giveaways. Maybe I'll come back and we can do that. Um, and I'll sign some, sign some books for you. But I, I really, you know, I really appreciate um, everyone who's been following my story. I appreciate everyone that's interested that contributes to it. And I really honestly, truly appreciate you too, my dear, um, for having me. Like I said, it teaches me how to be better at what I'm trying to do. So I thank you. Guys, please go ahead and follow her on social media. She's very accessible. So if you guys ever have any questions, you like to ask her, just go ahead and DM her on IG. But she's an amazing woman. And everyone that tunes then please send her some love and like, because I know it's not easy sharing your story on a regular basis, but she has such an amazing story. And so do the other women on American Gangster BTs, American Gangster Trap Queens. But definitely go ahead and follow and support her. Go ahead to her website. That's MissAyanaBean.com. And go ahead and find out more information on how you guys can purchase her book, which is going to be premiering in November. But go ahead and please support her. And just, I hope you guys picked up some gems and tools with this story. Just how loving yourself really, truly makes a difference. And no matter what you've been through, just go ahead and you can turn pain into purpose. You never know a story that may be painful, something that you've been through can also inspire the next person. You never know. So just go ahead make sure you guys go love yourself. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Key Chat Podcast and make sure you go love yourself. Thank you. Go queen, go queen, go queen, go. Represent, you're a queen, you're a queen, oh. Gorgeous, lavish, original. A marriage of trendy and classic fashion. Glow Culture Boutique is the place you need to be right now. Go ahead and log on to glowculturebb.com and join their mailing list. And go ahead and check out their clothing and accessories. Glow Culture is based out of the lively San Antonio Metroplex in Texas. Every woman deserves to glow, look gorgeous, Feel lavish and be original. Head over to www.glowculturebb.com and shop their collection today.